0: What's going on? And welcome into the That Being Said podcast. In collaboration today with the Sports Are Funny podcast and special guest, anne Castillo, better known as Part-Time Bro. Episode 601 uh, for the That Being Said podcast. Don't know about the Sports Are Funny podcast. And this is episode 21 of the Sports Are Funny Not podcast. Not just 21, but 21. Twenty-one. Emphasis on the one, apparently. Um, she's a comedian out in New York. Also a Minnesota Vikings fan. Happened to be also a Seattle Mariner slash Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Um, fun podcast. We talked about her life as a comedian, how it happened, her uh, Minnesota Vikings fandom, uh, Kirk Cousins, Ken Griffey Jr. stuff, uh, Super Bowl, a little bit of everything, George. Um,
1: it was a great one.
0: It was a great one. Uh, you can find everything at Sonsports.com. It's S-O-N-T, sports.com. Um and uh, you'll find all our social media there, the podcast, how to find the Sports are Funny podcast, how to find the That Being Said podcast. Everything's there. And uh, people might want to know, what is Sports on Tap? Um, what that is, is it? Sont. Sont is. You know how it's SantSports.com. I messed yeah. that up, so I'm just trying to fix it here.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Well, well before you fix that real quick, if you're listening to the, uh, That Being Said pod, uh, you can find Sports Are Funny pod by looking up Sports Are Funny with George Jarjour, J A R J O U R, and could vice couldn't be more literal. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to find the Sports <laughs> or Funny Pod, please search
0: Sports or Funny Pod. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> if you want to find the That Being Said Podcast, also, don't forget to search That Being Said Podcast with George and Sammy. Jarjour, thank you guys. Uh, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Enjoy the pods.
0: Pod, one pod, but two different pods. Pod that interesting <laughs> uh thanks guys all right and welcome in uh today we have a special guest amari castillo or better known as part-time bro um uh, coming in today we're going to be talking a little bit of her comedy career uh, some interesting Seattle stories apparently and uh, talk some Vikings, <laughs> Minnesota fan, and uh, maybe talk to Super Bowl a little bit too, whenever time fits for us here. Um, so welcome nice. in. Thank you, guys. And uh, way to get my name right. A lot I got it. Correct,
1: so <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, was his that. first try ever doing it too, isn't it? <laughs> I, 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 perform, I perform a million
2: times a week and I perform with people... Who, like perform with me all the time and they say and, um, and
1: I'm like okay well I just go with it at this point <laughs> perfect I, like you just go by part-time bro it's probably easier for people at some yeah, point yeah. most now. people call me part-time bro yeah that's just yeah you guys can call me whatever you want <laughs> all right well yeah thank you for coming on so um this is So basically, this podcast is going to be on two podcasts. If you're listening to the Sports Are Funny pod, this is also on our other podcast, which is That Being Said podcast, and vice versa. So, uh, A. Marie, I guess, tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, You are a comic, but you do a lot of sports stuff, including a sports roast. How would you tell people exactly what you do? I say I'm a stand-up comedian and a sports personality,
2: or like slash sports personality, because... Um, I do stand-up comedy full-time, but now I'm working my way up. My ultimate goal is I want to be a sports personality and still do stand-up at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I do is I am based out of New York City. I perform stand-up comedy, and I actually primarily MC shows, which that's kind of rare for a comic and a female. Uh, If you guys don't know what an MC is, I'm not not saying you guys don't. I'm just – I have to explain it to people sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's the person who hosts the entire show. And uh, I've been doing it for about ten years, and I perform all over the country now, including I told you when before we started recording, I've been in Seattle. I'm actually coming back in August doing shows, so okay, I'll let cool. you know, Perfect. we'll be there.
0: And,
2: yay! <laughs> and um, yeah, so I and then I also work as a sports personality. I work for a couple different media companies, and then I'm affiliated with Barstool Sports, uh, WBC 770 here in New York, and other. Whoever will have me on, like, you fine folks, so it's a lot of fun. But my, what I'm known for is combining sports and stand-up comedy. Most of my material is based off sports, and then I also try to produce, which means, like, put on shows, like, I do everything, like the booking, the, the booking of the comics, the venue, filling the room, you know, making things happen is I try to make sports-centric shows, like I told you, like my sports roast, two-minute warning. I've done um, March Madness, NFL. We're going to do baseball soon. But I basically have comics go head-to-head, like the roast battles you see on TV. Head-to-head, instead of roasting each other, they roast each other's sports teams, which I think is better than roasting two comics because most people don't know the comics roasting each other. It's usually like personal, which, as sports fans, I think is competitive. We were rivals. I think it's a lot of fun to roast each other's teams. So I'm hoping to build more of that online. And then hopefully, like I've told you before we start recording, bring it more to live shows. And um, other than that, I do – have you guys heard of this app called Hot Mike? It's a new app.
1: Um, I haven't it's, heard of it, but I clicked on it on your profile. <laughs> so, yeah. So tell me a little bit you about, kind of about heard it. heard of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's my newest gig, and I – I just adore it. I think as
2: sports fans, you'll appreciate this. I think it's going to do wonders for the sports world. Um, I don't think the leagues are going to and um, networks are going to like it, but we do. But basically what it is, is it, we're only limited to primetime NFL games, yep. NBA, some, NBA, some NBA games, and some soccer games right now. They just introduced the WWE to the company. But basically what Hot, Hot Mike is, it's an app. That lets you choose your own broadcaster within their company. So basically, there's 50 of us, and it ranges from like professional athletes like Matt Barnes, who used to play for the Golden State Warriors, yeah. to a comedian like me. So it's so cool, though. So, it, like, let's say you're watching Sunday Night Football and you're like, ugh, I do not want to listen to Chris Collinsworth.
1: Sorry, that's just my example. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poor Chris Collinsworth. I feel like he gets picked on a lot i mean
2: al's you know i like al it's fine <laughs> but but if you're like nah, i don't want to listen to this person or your team like you can go into the app while you're watching at home you're watching your tv you're like oh i want to listen to Murray broadcast it'll show who's broadcasting the games like they have our schedules up mm-hmm. you click on me you mute your tv you click on me and
1: then i sync with your tv that's really cool. I and mean, then it's probably unfiltered. You can probably say shit, shit fuck, say whatever, whatever you want. want. What's really cool about this is
2: I like that it doesn't limit you and it brings in the fans to. Because then there's an open chat room where people can interact with me too. So I have hundreds of fans from both teams just, you know, in the chat room going back and forth. It's really, you can engage. It's really cool. So it's
1: really cool for sports fans and i really like it that sounds that actually sounds really cool i mean especially a lot of people want to talk to the. i mean you're talking to you they're chatting they're probably talking (laughs) shit if you sound like you are rooting for the other team like it's fun or like booger
2: on monday Night football i'm like what are you talking about like i've had you know like just you get to like you know talk and ask me questions or whatever and then also like during commercials and stuff, I could do my comedy You could do whatever. It's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: Definitely. So um,
2: that's my new favorite gig. And uh, check check out the app.
0: It's a lot of fun. That does sound fun. So, Probably better than listening to Booger.
1: So that's, that's yeah, for sure. He's not He's not lasting. He's, he's out. He's actually kind of like... So the, bad it's, it's so entertaining. So bad it's entertaining, yeah. It's like the, It's like uh. Well, yeah, Bill yeah, Walton. Yeah,
2: I agree, I agree. But you know, everyone, I, I mean, like I say, I don't like Chris Collinsworth, but I know people that do like him. So, I mean, it's all,
1: uh, you know, whatever. It's all objective. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all
0: personal opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. Whatever. Yeah, and then So uh, where, where are you from originally? Uh, how'd you start your stand-up career? Uh, oh, it's, uh,
2: it's very It's very random. I didn't plan on being a stand-up comedian. It kind of happened. So I I was born into a military family in North Dakota. And so half my, half my roots are in Minnesota and then half my roots are in New Mexico. And my mom um, raised us in New Mexico. She uh, had her military career there in the Air Force. And then I was like, I cannot live in a state with no professional sports. No, uh, that's not what happened. <laughs> I just couldn't live in there. I don't know if you've seen Breaking Bad, but it's pretty on point. And I couldn't see myself in Albuquerque. So I was like, I, and I always wanted to be in entertainment or, um, well, I was supposed to play college ball, but I'm in my thirties now, even though my uncles won't let it go. I'm trying to, (laughs) but I decided not to play college ball and I moved to LA, went to school out there and then I didn't like LA. So I just moved to New York on a whim. I literally packed a suitcase and I, I didn't have a job or anything. I just knew I wanted to be in entertainment and I was modeling at the time. Aspiring model, not really modeling, trying to, and I moved to
1: uh, New York, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna figure it out." So, and you figured it, so, and you figured it out.
2: It, it's so funny though because everyone's like, "For real?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I just, I just knew. Like, I don't know, something was telling me that like, I, I didn't want to go back to New Mexico because I feel like I'd get stuck.
1: Yep. And maybe marry someone from high school.
2: You know, not that that's a bad thing. Just <laughs> it wasn't for me. And. Uh, <laughs>
1: I don't... All only reason I left home... to I did not want to marry someone from high school. I could not do that under any circumstance. Nope. <laughs> I love my family. I just... I didn't
2: see any opportunity for me in New Mexico, even though it's really hard being away from my family. Uh, but I always wanted to live in a big city, so I moved here. And then what's crazy is, I don't know if you guys have heard of the comedian Andrew Schultz.
1: I have not. No. Okay,
2: well, you should look him up. He's great. Um, it, he... In... I don't know if you guys have this so much in Seattle, but in New York, there's people everywhere, and there's these things, there are these people, comedy, it's called Barkers, and there's people outside being like, free comedy show, free comedy show, or comedy show tonight, like, mm. people are outside barking at you, trying to get you in.
1: Yeah, we do and not have that like, here in Seattle. Yeah, no, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's a lot of free shows in New York, just like, because it's so oversaturated here, so comics are just desperate for stage time. And I was with a bunch of models one night. I was, you know, I'm 33. This is when I was 21. And I, I was making money being a club promoter, by the way, because New York is, <laughs> I think, anywhere, any big city. But you can just make money doing the most dumb things. Like, I went out with a club promoter when I was 21 with all these models. And I was like, wait, you get paid? Hundreds of dollars to bring hot girls to a
0: club and pour vodka. I was like, "This is stupid. I'm doing this. (laughs) This is the career for me."
2: (laughs) And I was like, "And I'm a girl, so girls will definitely hang out with me over these creepy promoters." So I was like the secret weapon. I, because all the girls would listen to me. I was like, "Yeah, I'm the club promoter. Whatever, it's fine." So, anyways, before the clubs, we were walking down the street, and Andrew Schultz, this—he's amazing. After we hang up, you got you got to look him up, or at some point, I'll send you some links. Perfect. He he was like come in, and I was like free. It was like a free comedy show, two dollar beers. I was like hell yeah, let's go. Um, and then I fell in love with stand up comedy. I was never really into it. Like I, you know, I've seen some specials, but I didn't grow up on there or anything. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, this is amazing. And I just kept going to shows. And everyone thought cause I have a big personality that I was a comedian. But they're like, wait, you're gonna bring all these people, but you don't want to perform? I was like, yeah. They're like, do you want to work with us? I was like, sure. So I started like producing shows for them almost. I almost
1: became like a club promoter for comedy. <laughs> yeah, you don't see too many. What do you do? Most of them are like, you want bottle service? You like, you want some jokes?
2: You <laughs> want some jokes? So I basically became a producer in comedy, and I just started producing all the. But I didn't perform at first. For the first couple of years, I just, I don't, I just loved the craft and a lot of comics aren't that business savvy and I'm just like a business marketing weirdo. So I was like, oh, this is so much fun. So yeah, that's how I got involved in them. One day this comic, Sergio Chicom was like, all right, Amory, you got to perform. I was like, no, <laughs> which is weird. Cause I'm like, I love performing. And then I did it. And now I'm here
0: talking to you guys. I like it. I mean, yeah, that's uh, Yeah, that's how things work sometimes though. I mean, I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there that that uh, have a talent, but they either don't just say like, oh, fuck it, I'm moving to New York. Or yeah. you know, some people just get scared to leave their hometown or do anything specific. Um, it
2: was very cliche. It's like I packed up my suitcase and bought a one-way train ticket.
0: And, yep. You know, <laughs> and it worked out. No, oh,
2: my God. Guys, the first week I club promoted, I, I'm surprised I'm not an SVU episode. <laughs> I had no money i had no money i got scammed i had no money i'm in like you know when you're 21 and you wear slutty clothing and not a jacket because you think you're cool like that's what i was doing i'm in this like slutty little club dress and i'm walking home because i have no money to get like anywhere and it's four o'clock in the morning and this bmw comes across i got scammed the first my first club promoting job comes over and he's like He's like, do you need a ride? I got in the car, in a stranger's car when I was
0: 21 years old. <laughs> that wouldn't that would work so well these days.
2: I know, but I was just like, I'm either going to freeze to
1: death. I'm just, I just like went for it. I was like, oh, whatever. There, it, do, it, let, you're I like, go. how much worse can it really get right now? I don't know, because I was like, I'm not going to make it. It was like my first
2: week in New York. So, um, What's funny is I talked to that guy like a couple weeks ago. And he's like, I can't believe, I reminded him of that story. He's like, you're an idiot. I was like, I know. <laughs> so, anyways, that was an interesting way to get into comedy. So, that's my story, getting into comedy. It's been going pretty well now the last two years.
1: Well, that's great. I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, you do it for, how? I mean, how many years has it been now? Uh, twelve, 10? right? 10? Ten, yeah. yeah 12, 10, no, no, well, twelve, because I, I produced for the first couple of years. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Twelve years
1: total. Yeah, and and now I'm doing it full time. Yeah, it t- just yeah. Sometimes it takes a little bit. You keep pushing and going and grinding, and then eventually, like, like aha, made it. So and that's ha-
2: another thing is I think too what comics uh, fail to do is I started focusing on my niche. Like I lived for sports, and I was like, oh my god, I should make this like my thing. I was like, <laughs> at first I was like, wait, I can make this my thing, and <laughs> like, <I knew> so. <laughs> But,
1: yes, it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun And that's Actually, that's something I always talk about There's like not that many people Who focus on sports and comedy And sports uh, I mean, hence the name of a podcast Sports are funny pot Like sports are fucking hilarious Like there's so many little uh, angles there's Guys, a lot, we're I mean. so ridiculous
2: All of us You, me we're, All three of us are ridiculous
1: Sports fans are the most ridiculous people on this planet I know <laughs> It's
0: very true <laughs> Like,
1: uh, for example uh, Basketball I hate James Harden's guts like why though? Well, why do I hate James Harden? Like he might be the nicest guy in the world, but I just like I literally can't stand his guts. I'm like, Oh that guy sucks. He's I'm on Twitter, I'm talking shit about him all the time. If like, he went to my Twitter feed, he'd probably think, like, What 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 did I do to you? Okay. Like, yeah. I know we're gonna get into my Kirk Cousins
2: later, but like I literally, like the other day, almost got on his Instagram. He posts a picture with his family,
0: in the comments, I'm like, guys, it's his family. Like, can you like pop leave him alone? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Well, when we get there, Sammy here, um, I'm a huge Kirk Cousins guy, so shockingly, but we'll get to and Kirk like, Cousins.
2: Why does to say shockingly?
0: Like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> because outside of Minnesota, there's not a single human in Seattle that I've talked to that. Tr- sides with me About how good he is But I think he's pretty good <laughs> well, I I I, I wait, Well we'll get into it yeah. I,
2: I, Don't worry I, I'll, I'll save that for later I'm going to tell you Why they don't like it Yeah and I I have I have, I have also
1: my When we get to the Super Bowl I have my theory I why like, people Don't like Jimmy Garoppolo But the thing is With sports fans We're crazy Because everything is So like black or white This guy's great This guy sucks Like can't be like ah, he's all right. It's like he either fucking sucks or he's great. We don't have any nuance with our thinking of different people in sports.
2: Well, what's funny in the divisional round, we were playing our most hated rivals, you and me. So it's yeah. it, like I played your guys'
1: rival and you played my rival. So yeah, I ex- oh that yeah, was exactly. Too. And it that's is. what I kind of wanted to play out. It's like all right, just, if the Fucking Niners win. I want Seattle to win. If we win, I've got to play. Go- like I wanted. Like if it was gonna be the the champ, the the NFC championship, I wanted to be like the rivals. Makes it more fun. Out that way. Yeah, it worked out completely the opposite way, actually. But <laughs> really, unfortunately. Oh, I so bad. oh, that would have been. Actually, would have been quite. Actually, never thought of it on that angle. But yeah, yeah and it's. Yeah, a, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're, we're all weird about this stuff. Um, so should we get in? I mean, we talked about it. Should we just jump into Kirk? I, I, want to, I want to I mean, yeah, understand. Kirk. I want to understand like why you, you, and my brother over here happen just to love Kirk so much. I think he's good. Okay, you he's have good. Not heard how much I love him. Uh, um,
2: <laughs> I just keep an open mind. Okay. Uh, what, what do you want to know? My thoughts on Kirk? Yeah,
1: of course. Um, do we want to say for the fact if you do follow me on
2: Instagram part-time bro um, I live for the Minnesota Vikings so um, I'm depressed uh, about 90% of my life Um, but okay so this is I'm gonna tell you what I think about Kirk and then as as a Vikings quarterback because I think uh, quarterbacks depending on where they play are a different quarterback depending on their coaching what system they're in whatever um I like Kirk Cousins I'm gonna t- for the most part. I'll just tell you what I do like about him and what I don't like about him. Okay. Obviously, I think he was on a bad team for his first handful of years in the NFL. And, and then he got to a team where he had people where he could maybe thrive. Right? And um, his first year wasn't that great. But I think Kirk Cousins is overall a good quarterback. I don't think he's the greatest, but I think he's good. Now, I think the problem is a lot of people have opinions on what is a good and bad quarterback and that's why I usually debates so don't make sense because for example, Kirk is not a mobile quarterback, right? Right. But your quarterback is very mobile. But Kirk is also very consistent. So I mean, there's like I don't know. This is such a hard thing because you everyone is praising Jimmy G right now. That guy doesn't throw the ball that much. Like in the NFC Championship, I think threw the ball eight times. You know what I mean? If Kirk throws the ball eight times, he's like shunned to hell.
0: You know what I mean? This is so, I, I agree. This is where I also agree that debating quarterback can get kind a of funny. Kirk
2: has a bad rep. Kirk has a bad rep because he. Played for a shitty organization who's been should have fired their GM, everyone already, but they haven't. Um, and now he's coming to Minnesota, who's improving their offensive line. And the only thing is, Kirk played bad, really bad, three times this year out of 18 games.
0: So I don't think that that's that bad. Just like so most quarterbacks. It has a couple and, bad games, and
2: it's just like people just are wanting him to fail.
0: And this, is like, like, yeah, it, it's, it. it's like it's kind of to me it gets frustrating because you made a great example of Jimmy Garoppolo. Him and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same quarterback. If if Kirk Cousins is on the Forty Nineers right now, they're still in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. you th- it's safe. It you throw the ball eight times because you didn't need to pass during okay. the Could during the NFC him- Championship. Dalvin Cook had that run block. I mean, I, I don't I would be Dalvin Cook average three hundred yards a game. Yeah. I
1: mean.
2: Okay. It's it's I mean it's it's ridiculous. So I think there's so much more that to, but as a quarterback, I mean, the guy is consistent. I think I think he's good. I think the interesting thing about Kirk though is I don't like that he thrives when people are like mad at him. He like looks it's kinda like when you're dating a guy that like constantly, like, cheats on you, and then you, I don't know, you, like, break up with him, and then he does better. And then he just, like, I don't know. It's, like, annoying. It's annoying. So I just would like him, psychological-wise, like, I can always tell how he's going to play after the first drive. Because I can see it in his face and his confidence. So, but I think, in general, he's a good quarterback. And now, if he gets an improved offensive line, I think he'll be a better
1: quarterback. Yeah, and that's how I feel about him, too. And it's, like, I just, my, my thing is, the one thing I find funny is they keep saying he can't win the big game. Oh, he's Owen, oh, whatever. I'm like, uh, what? What are you talking I, about? <laughs> then he, well, then, then, they say, then he wins a big game, and it's like they use that stat. Like, oh, it's only the wild card round. Like, I'm all right. Like, um... So? And then they're like, oh, he – can't beat playoff teams, and they use like the Cowboys game for example this year, and it's like that was a Sunday night game against a bad, a Cowboys team that didn't make the playoffs. So now that's a big game. Like people just pick and choose their spots of what data points they want to use. So it's like you, if you, ha- if you're gonna say he can't win on prime time, but he can win in a playoff, like it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, and the guy had
2: no time against the Niners. I they shut us down. They shut us. They they ate us. Their line ate us a lot. Our line killed us. So
1: the Niners made Aaron Rodgers look bad. I mean, the Niners make everyone look bad.
2: Yeah. So I I honestly think we're. I know we lost him twice, but I I think we're better than the Packers. But that's a different story. Um. But
0: <laughs> we looked way better than the Packers did. So. Uh, I I do think you guys are better than the Packers. Thank pa- you so much. Packers were the worst twelve and three team or twelve and uh, 13. Or thirteen and three team that we've probably seen in a long time.
2: It's just they have a good defense in Aaron Jones, but like I mean, see, so so many things could happen. Like Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers right now, but they were still thirteen and three. So a lot of things come into factor. But if you're talking about skill set and it, this is the problem, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, I just like to drop perspective because I've obviously had to come on podcast the last four months and and everyone wants to talk about kirk it's a it's a hot topic is you know since mike zimmer has come on board we haven't had a full team like we haven't had a franchise quarterback it has been a disaster like between zimmer and then like we we thought teddy was the answer he was going to be our franchise quarterback he goes down ap gets suspended we bring, and then we think it's smart to bring people on like Sam Bradford. We haven't had like a franchise quarterback in years. So I think you need someone like Kirk. Like, I don't want like a young guy. I want like a developed, good quarterback.
0: Yeah, you don't want like, another. Don't even, ca- don't, you don't, I, I want. You guys went yeah. far of Case Keenan, but that's not what you want. Like, everyone thinks,
2: okay, and by the way, 2017, I'm not saying Case Keenan didn't do well. But our, that's when our defense was so. That was a defensive year and our running game. It was our running game and our defense. Wow, a lot like what? The Niners? Cool. So that's why we went so far. I mean, I'm not taking away from Case Keenum, but he's not the answer either. And we don't have a good backup quarterback right now. I want to start developing someone else, but, you know, I can't have it all.
1: Now, ever. Now, and then again, what's the alternative? You get rid Let's say you got rid of Kirk.
2: What, who's available? Jameis what? Winston? F- fucking Philip Rivers cuz we like to take old B- Eli <laughs> Eli will come out of retirement? I don't know.
0: There is no other
2: option. There is no yeah. other so option. There is no other option. So why not just improve our damn secondary too and our offensive line and
0: then we'll and then yeah. And uh, from there. the thing with Kirk, everyone bashed that contract. That contract's not it's really compared well, to other, like 2 years later everybody has more money. Already, and the contract's actually pretty good for a guy like Kirk Cousins. So, you know, I, I think the Vikings are in a fine place. They just need to have some improvement. I don't I, Really, I don't think the quarterback position is the ultimate issue when it comes to Minnesota.
2: No. Um, we haven't held an offensive – we've had five offensive quarters since 2016. Kevin Saponski, our offensive coordinator, um, like that last drive against the Saints in overtime, how aggressive we were in using our weapons, why don't we do that? He doesn't – he, his play call his offensive play calling, does not
1: make sense, and it's—I I do not understand it. So, well, you
0: don't have well, to worry about him to worry. anymore. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, go have fun with the Browns. Yeah. Um, that, we'll see how long that
1: lasts. I'm not mad at him. I just don't like
2: understand. Like you have, like the between your offense between some of the best receivers in the NFL and Delvin Cook and amazing tight ends i don't know how you can't produce offense and we improved our offensive line they were not that great but anyways one other thing Mm -hmm. i'd like to say about kirk is um i watched this um documentary is on the free agency and to be honest with you i just want to drop because i everyone says 84 million dollars it's funny you guys say that because today i was researching i was like i don't understand salaries because then i don't know if it's like a theory or it's like made up I don't really know everything behind it and that's one thing that's lacking in my sports knowledge I'm going to start researching more because we have to pay so many people this year and I'm scared because I'm like okay we're going to lose people because we can't afford to pay everyone I want to pay but then I don't know I don't get it I don't get where all the money comes from whatever but I just want to get
1: <laughs> salary cap is confusing yeah I don't get it <laughs> I'm
2: like Oh, I have to pay Dalvin, Everson Griffin, Daniil Hunter, Kirk. I have to pay all these people. Okay, cool. And then people like Xavier Rhodes are taking up my money. Okay, anyways. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. Kirk Cousins. I just want to give perspective to people in life in general. Okay, your sports career isn't that long. If we really think about, like, a normal career, right? Like, not, besides, like, Tom Brady never leaving ever. Um... Kirk Cousins said on his uh, this documentary, I'll, I'll look up the name. I think it was like, um, I think it was on ESPN, and it was like NFL or no NFL Network, and it was on his free. It's his free agency story. I,
0: I and, think I watched it, this the one where he was living in his like family's yeah, basement. Aaron's
2: basement. Yeah. Yeah with, okay. the, yeah, with his first kid. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, I, I saw that. I watched read, it. But keep his, going. <laughs> but, I watched novels, it. I like, really do like Kirk Cousins. I actually watched this on YouTube. Okay,
2: that changed my whole thing on it. By the way, after I watched this, was he this is actually if you think about it, he's like, I wanna set the standards for future quarterbacks. That's why he won his contract so big. But we have to think about it, like, I mean eighty four million dollars is a lot of money. But I'm saying for your whole life. Like your career's not that long. Do you know what I mean? So like he's he's gonna that's me his money for like eternity Ever. almost. So that. And I always think about like these legends before all these quarterbacks were making all this money. I'm like, look at them; they probably had to hustle till the day they die doing radio or broadcast or whatever. Like, I'm kind of like, yeah, Kirk, go Kirk, get that money. You know what I mean? He's not doing it just. It's got to last your whole This is your whole life Like I don't know It just changed my mind I was like "Well, that's very interesting I think about it He has like a whole life after this He's going to
1: be like 35 yeah, <laughs> He's no, very young I, I think about this all the time too We have uh, You know Bill Russell The le- legendary Celtic yeah. player yeah, He lives in Washington In Mercer Island And he's like the greatest basketball Like player of his generation In his what 60s They couldn't have made more than what $10,000 a year nothing like, so how's he living now probably does little exactly. work appearances he has little... to go he literally probably has to go to like the local mall and sign autographs for 10 bucks a head yeah yeah yeah
2: like it's so, not fair you know what i mean so like i was over so like in kirk is like i think he's a good solid like good old american dad you know he's just like trying to set the bar and like set a standard for a quarter I think that's cool I'm with you I don't know now I now but at the same time I wish I'm gonna try to study more and see if I can if you guys know anybody I would like to learn more about caps
1: and stuff because I'm like I don't get it (laughs) so (laughs) yeah I don't don't either (laughs) I I tried to deep dive into it once on Reddit and I kind of got lost by the numbers I'm not a math guy so (laughs) everyone's
2: like everyone's like who would you rather pay Kirk or Dalvin I'm like this is a stupid conversation
1: like and I don't understand how much money we have. Yeah, I, yeah. How like
0: much why we, not both? I don't know. I not like, pay
1: everybody. Money for everyone. Um, no, that that's how I feel. So, you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. Does that make you a Twins and Timberwolves fans? What, what else do you? Who, who are your other teams? I guess in the world of sports. Are we breaking into the Ken Griffey Jr. stuff? <laughs> should, I, should, yeah, you, go for should we go for it now? Let's do well, it. Yeah, because it kind of goes into like my history with my teams. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay. Uh, that, so, wasn't a, that wasn't it. That wasn't Kirk Cousins' reference, by the yeah. way. <laughs> you, no, now it's you like that. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but we've changed it. Oh, really?
2: Um, I, I mean, I say that. Yeah. I, I'll take I'll
0: take street credit. You like that?
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, Kirk, you're such a dad. He um, is. <laughs> So this, you can tell I was like a nineties kid to the fullest because, so I was, I was in New Mexico and my mom is a diehard lives for football, but I mean, she loves all sports, but she like, she like, it's very loyal to her football teams, but doesn't really have other teams. And I, you know, I was raised by her and so I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to pick my own teams and like, guys, Kendrick, I know, I know you're probably going to fight me on this, but like. Ken Griffey Jr. was the first love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, no, for real. Like, I was going to marry him. I was like, oh, no, uh, I'm going to make this happen. And so I
1: became (laughs) a Mariners fan because I fell in love with Ken Griffey Jr. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, by the way, about being a Mariners fan because we're in that same boat you know i'm a
2: vikings fan too right i I mean i i mean i just
0: like wow way to pick (laughs) them
2: but don't worry then i had mj i was obsessed with michael jordan too so i i could i i got a little bit of feeling of like how it feels to win (laughs) um but yeah so king like i used to write love letters to him and i Mm. go to and i I like found his address i don't even know how i'd find his address in like
1: 1994 by the way (laughs) i don't even know how yeah I wouldn't even know where to start in '94. You, America Online isn't even re- really ready to control there.
2: '95, '94. How old was I? I Was like nine. Okay, so, um, so I used to give them to my mom, and I'd be like, "Mom, make sure you send these." And it'd be like, "Dear Ken," I was like, "I know everyone says they're they're your number one fan <laughs> in the love of your life, but I am." Like I was
0: like, <laughs> like defending myself. You're like, "Hey, babe, listen. <laughs> like, listen here, babe. Listen, Ken." <laughs> listen, listen Ken from your future wife um, and I'm like (laughs) 9
2: but I was like obsessed with Ken and so my mom because she's in the military we used to travel a lot and the mariners do spring training in Arizona and I was in New Mexico and this is before we had all the apps that tell us about trades anything so the year my mom was like all right, we're going to go so you can meet the love of your life. That's not what she said, but (laughs) she's like, (laughs) she's going to take me to spring training, you know, because it's more intimate. Like, you know, sometimes the players engage with the fans. I was like, this is it. (laughs) I was really excited. (laughs) And and then he was traded to the Reds, and that was
0: probably the biggest heartbreak of my life. So I didn't get to see Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, he was traded right before you went to spring training. Yeah. That is, that is. And their spring training cruel. is in Florida, which is
2: not Arizona. So, guys, just let you know Ken Griffey and I are star-crossed. Um, so, uh, that was the moment I realized that I was star-crossed lovers with Ken Griffin. No, but I was like pissed, right? And my mom was like so scared to tell me. Because, um, like, you know, back then you just watched Sports Center. Like, you don't, we, we
0: have so much access to everything now. Yeah, but there's yeah, no Twitter so- to tell you that he's like, you know, he's not, he's traded. It's hard to find out these things. Just to yeah, you're right. When you think about it back then, it's like, wow, you're like, had to really
2: lock in, and figure out your sports news somewhere else. So, um, it was so funny. And then I found out years later that she didn't send the love letters because she wanted to keep them for when I was older. Cause she thought they were the cutest thing in the world. So, I was even more pissed.
1: Yeah, you actually had, she like blew your chance.
2: Yeah, oh, it gets better. So, then, um. <laughs> I shared the love, I shared, I gotta find them, maybe I'll find them and post and send them to yeah. you guys, so I, po- so I, my mom gave them to me and I posted online one of them, right, and one of my friends is a member of the hall in Cooperstown, a fellow comedian, and he yep. was like, it was his favorite story, I like told the whole story. And when he got inducted uh, with Piazza, it, it, he was like, listen, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I was like, here's my second chance." <laughs> He's like married and has all these kids. But, you know, it's fine. Um, yeah, but then I, I went and got to see him and, like, give him a high five. And I thought I was going to die. So
1: it was good. <laughs> uh, that, that, that was still, like, in my childhood, by the way, the, one of the worst days of my life when Ken Griffey Jr. got traded to the Reds. Like, I still uh, remember. you remember the Razor Scooters? Yeah, I really wanted a Razor scooter, like really, really badly, and my dad and mom wouldn't buy me one at that point. Like, you're not gonna use it. Then Griffey got traded to the Reds, and I was so upset and like in tears and just uh, really unhappy. They wouldn't buy me a Razor scooter that day. So like, and it still didn't make me happy. (laughs) I know, that's so
2: funny. But you know what I mean? Could you imagine my mom? We're already in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> or we're
0: going or whatever. And, like, oh, it's so funny. Like, yeah, hotels so. are booked. Things are packed. See, so like, you're going. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah, so
2: that was, that's actually a really... It's just, like, you know, I live for sports. And then I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. Um, and my mom, my mom, like, lives for sporting events. Like, she has a knack. Like, I, I think she has superpowers. Because she she didn't like plan her trips around sporting events, they just kind of happened for her. So we're and you know, they in the military they traveled like weird towns. She got to see Michael Jordan play baseball. And I remember that phone call and I was like, You're and I'm already pissed that he you know, he left the game. I was like, You're not
1: going. She's like, (laughs) I'm going. (laughs) Not without me. I'll be there, Mom. You're not you're not going.
2: Me. And she bought.
1: She was like, "Oh my god, child!" <laughs> so, and you know what's funny about all this too is like it kind of hasn't changed, right? I mean, you're uh-uh. still obsessed with sports. Like it doesn't matter how old we get. Yeah. Like the kids, no. you know them too. When you're little, like there's people who like kind of like sports, and then there's those kids who just fucking love sports. And the, no, I'm just like a fanatic. Yeah, like I I remember I had friends who're yeah. like, "Oh, I love sports. Oh, Michael Jordan, yay!" And I'm like. Oh my god, Michael Jordan and like buying everything and the shoes and the t shirt and I can need the staff. My mom let me miss school to see the opening of Space Jam, like the first showing. Yeah,
0: see there's a there's another level there's of level. sports love. I mean I I'm a huge LeBron James fan. Me too. Uh I feel yeah. like you and I are like on
1: the same. Day. I know. Yeah,
0: I, I cried. I we, have his jersey in every team, baby. Yeah, I love it. Well we lived in Miami for a brief moment while he was playing there and you know, so i just like you. I felt and, and we lost to Sonic, so I just it was kinda I had to pick up a player to follow. It's LeBron. Not if, you were like you're like not, you're like you're not going to the Thunder. You're yeah, like, Super no, Sonic, no, no, we no. cannot I go to the Thunder. Thunder. the Thunder. I hate the Thunder.
1: <laughs> I hate the he, he city of Oklahoma. Him, right? I hate the um, city of Oklahoma yeah. now. I just refuse to even acknowledge yeah, I mean, the state. Yeah,
0: No, I just, yeah, I had to pick a player. It. So with LeBron, I, I I, teared up. It's not even a joke when he won with the Cavs. I like, there was oh, just some, something about the fact that he came back from 3-1. I hate the fucking Warriors. And LeBron James did it. And I, I teared up and it was like, my heart was racing. And it's kind of that weird feeling where you're just like, how do I care this much? You know, and, Actually, another example, my, my girlfriend this year, she, uh, for for my birthday, got us tickets and a hotel and everything to go to Portland to watch LeBron James. And I, I literally felt like a child. Like, the whole day, I was like, well, oh, let's we're watching my whole birthday. We're at dinner and stuff. I'm like, let's watch YouTube videos of LeBron. I can't believe we're going to see and LeBron. He, and he was
1: questionable to play. <laughs> he, was, he was
0: freaking out. I was out. freaking the hell out, dude. We... we my girlfriend drops some good money on tickets. We drive to Portland. We have a hotel. LeBron is questionable with this groin injury. He oh, he, that's the worst. That's the worst. He became. We're at the bar. I'm like, I'm down like five beers already because I'm stress drinking. And I'm like, is he gonna play? Is he gonna play? It's six o'clock. The game's at seven. Still no word. And I get this tweet notification on my phone. We're at the we're at this bar called Spirit of '77 in Portland. It's a really cool bar that celebrates the Blazers uh, championship. And I get this tweet notification saying, LeBron James active, will play tonight. And I'm like a child. I was like, oh my God, LeBron's playing! Yelling, the people in the bar were like, really, is he playing, he's active? And you just see the patch, everybody got hyped. Everyone was like, no way, did you say he's playing? Like, and you don't, there's just a huge amount of people that drove in from Seattle to Portland to go watch LeBron. And people are hyped. I'm sitting there like a little kid. And I'm telling my girlfriend, before the game, I was like, babe, don't worry. Like, if he doesn't play, it's okay. I'm still going to love this present, whatever it is, right? But the minute he becomes active, I look her dead in the eyes. And I was like, "I this literally would have been a waste of money if LeBron didn't play.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I was um, like, he was, he's a good liar. Yeah. I, believe it. <laughs> well, I was like,
0: it'll be it, cool. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have well, been cool. It, it would have been
1: really – it wouldn't – no, that – that would suck. And that's how I was with Jordan, though, is, like,
2: that's what drew me to be a Bulls fan. And so, like, the same thing, I think because LeBron and I, I don't know how old you guys are, but, like, I think we're around the same I don't know. But LeBron and I were on, like, I mean, my high school basketball games were not being broadcasted on, you know, ESPN. But I think because I was such a big basketball player my whole life that, like, I just, like, fell in love with them when I was Mm. in high school. And I tried to stay with the Bulls, but like it's hard. And then I just like followed LeBron, and everyone makes fun of me. I was like, okay, well, you don't understand the love of the game, then. And how much you hate this too? How much people will be like, well, he sucks. I'm like, well, then you're just an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... James sucks. <laughs> you suck. You are you are the dumbest person alive. I... And <laughs> you just you just don't like him. He's not that he's not that he's not that good. He's not Jordan. I was like, if I have
0: to hear that one more time. I'm gonna kill someone. Yeah, and people just say, Oh, he couldn't play in other eras. Like, you're just dumb. Like the guy's he's he obviously just like Jordan could play today, LeBron could play in the nineties. Yeah. He's a freight train. And pe- I, I can't handle people that are just like I can't even do this debate. Yeah. I can't even I hate even when people compare
2: like um you know, when when I was watching the NFC championship, I mean, of course there's the old guy in the bar even yelling like <clears throat> This 49er team isn't when Joe
1: Montana or Steve Young. I'm like, pump the brakes, dude. Like, just enjoy the game. They're going. To, they're going to
0: the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, don't it, worry. It, it,
1: yeah. Like, who cares if it wasn't like Joe Montana? Joe Montana retired 30 years ago. He's watching the game and he's enjoying it. Like, what's wrong with people? I really don't understand. I hate
2: people. when you compare eras. I'm like, shut up.
1: So I, yeah. I, so anyways. I know it's it's amazing. They act like and they act like LeBron James. Like he couldn't play in the '90s. They, like people didn't get shot when they went to the basket in the '90s. <laughs> like there wasn't yeah. a guy with a hammer just like hitting you over the head. Like just uh, people. You know what? Those people suck. That that say like LeBron sucks and this era sucks. Those are the people who suck. Yep. Uh, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, guys, we're
2: on the same team, even though you know. The Seahawks drive me crazy, but it's fine because no, just uh, it's really only it wasn't it wasn't
1: you guys. It was it was my kicker. It was fine a couple of years ago. I'll um, anyways, horrible. one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> I went to TCF this year,
2: and I was like, I forgot that that game was um in Minnesota, and I and I just like you know the
0: PTSD. Like I went to because you know the Gophers <laughs> did really well this year. Yep.
2: Oh, yeah. So another actually fun thing about my comedy that people can know about me: fun fact is I set up my tours and road work around my sports teams. So
1: I'll book shows so I can go to a Viking game. That, 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 that's, e- that's epic. Yeah. So I
2: literally do shows Friday, Saturday, and then I go to whatever sporting events I want to go to.
1: That's smart. That's That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Thank you. I'm a genius. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't tell too many people that. Everyone will start following you. I think
2: they should, though. I think they'd be good entertainment. Well, I shouldn't say that. We'll talk outside the podcast. I'm releasing all my genius ideas. (laughs) But um, but yeah, I did that, and I and then I I'll go to any sporting events when whatever town I'm in. I was in Minnesota for when Kirk got a primetime win against the Redskins. How
0: about that? Prime time, prime time, Kirk. I love him.
2: And uh, Minnesota Gophers were undefeated, and I went to TCF and I was like sitting there, and I like all of a sudden I'm, like,
1: oh god, this is where Blair Walsh missed the twenty-six year old field goal against the Seahawks, and I like just was so upset. Drop. Well, well, if you're, you you should not be that upset because we signed him later, and he missed plenty of kicks for us. So. He did. Yeah, so he made, up, Blair, he made up. He made up for it. Walls
0: Blair Walsh project. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big Blair Walsh guy. Yeah, I, you know, I wish we don't have a certain like travel schedule right now, but George and I used to work in different industries and traveled a lot. That was kind of our thing. We would literally the first thing we would do if we booked, we were going to trade shows and meetings. First thing we would do is check the schedule of games like there was one the seahawks played atlanta in the divisional round yep, like two years ago in atlanta the last game at that uh that stadium and we were in atlanta that that weekend we were there for three days one of the nights we went to a hawks game because it was hawks celtics and then the next night the next day we went to the seahawks playoff game and it was like our first priority not even worse. our first priority was all right we got our tickets booked for work well who's playing like, yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's always the most. It's the most important thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> um,
0: I know we don't have too much time left. You have a show tonight, so yeah, I have like twelve minutes. Let's let's see what you you think for the Super Bowl,
2: guys. Oh my God, I've been going back and forth all week because I'm actually super pumped about this Super Bowl, and I haven't been pumped about a Super Bowl in a while.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. Um, regardless of anything, it's gonna be a fun one. I know that.
2: It's going to be, and this is what's hard, is it's like, I know you guys probably, like,
0: I could never root for the Packers. I don't know if you guys are those kind of fans. I I, am. George is not. I'm not. See, me and you are very similar, (laughs) I feel like. I cannot,
2: like, everyone's like, you should be happy for your division. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Fuck the
0: Packers. I will never fucking root for them. Go. Yourself. I literally pick yeah, against the yeah. 49ers every game because I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not dumb. I know oh, he's. I love him. No, no. I know he's good and he's good looking. Don't get me wrong, but I can't root for him. You know, like it's it's
1: the 49ers. I just, I, I, I can't help I can't, but I can't root against him. The guy's just like, as a heterosexual male, okay, he's sir. way too good looking. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's your rival, dude. No. Thank you. I, I, Thank you. I have. I will never root for anyone in my division till the day I die. I it feels the exact same way. Uh, like for me it's not that I root for them like I don't want like but I just I I can't I don't You are.
0: Them. He's def- he's 100% rooting for yeah. him over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would much there is I can't even explain how much I'd rather see the Chiefs win than watch the 49ers. The four, out of I'm all teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like I okay, it, so- it just I'd be bothered if the 49ers win. If the Chiefs win, I'm neither bothered or that excited. I just hope for a good game and they win. You know what I mean? <laughs> so as a Seahawks fan, I understand that
2: um, where you're at, like that, in that pers- in, in that way. But with, with the, I was I was just curious because I got a fight with my podcast partner. I have a Vikings podcast, plus hard in school, and my podcast and I partner like almost didn't talk for a week because
1: he was like, it's all right, the Packers win. I was like, oh, no, buddy, we're not
0: talking. Uh, yeah, like, no, it is not okay, <laughs> no, it's not okay, actually.
2: Um, it's not okay. Anyways, so this is the interesting thing to me. The Niners are a great team. I think their defense, their offensive line, you know what I mean? I mean, they are sick. Uh, they're, they're tough. Um, but between... Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be – I don't know how to feel or I'm like, dude, I usually have a clear vision of what's going to happen. And I'm like, this is going to be so interesting, these two teams playing each other. Um, I don't know
0: who's going to win. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I was this telling George crazy. this the other day. I was like, a lot of years in the Super Bowl, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like last mm-hmm. year I was – pretty confident the Patriots are gonna win yeah I was like yeah Patriots are winning most years I'm pretty like heavily leaning one way um yeah this year's hard I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. end up leaning Chiefs I feel like with a little bit of a bias but you know I know how good the Niners are last week despite hating the Niners I I my brain told me the Niners are gonna win right but I me too. yeah but like th- so to be honest with you on this one I'm in the boat where my gut is saying Chiefs, and I think that has to do with a little bit of bias. But my brain is kind of like, man, that defense for the Niners, <laughs> like, well, I, like I can't. But this is one of the most split decisions I've ever had in my head, where it's just like but Andy Reid is a he. I
2: I have so much respect for Andy Reid, and that's why I kind of want him to win. Me too. Like I'd be I'd be happy for the Niners, but Andy Reid, he's he's an offensive genius. So like. The only thing is the difference between – well, everyone thought the Ravens, you know, or the the Titans. But for some reason, though, I think you can't let the Niners go ahead, though. Like, I think it's different than, like, the Titans and stuff and the Texans and the yeah, whatever. It's just like
1: – Yeah, you can't play I, from behind. You can't.
2: You can't play from behind with the Niners. I feel like I – know, I know it's Patrick Mahomes and stuff. But I just feel like with the Niners' defense, like, they can't go down like they did against, like, the Texans and stuff. Like, I'm like, not going to happen, dude. I mean – uh yeah, I mean they
0: went so, they went down both games. Yeah, the I get that is the big thing here is who strikes, right? I mean, like with yeah. the, this, you can't come back from even you know fourteen nothing against the 49ers. But if you let Patrick Mahomes get a lead, then God bless you. Like try to slow him down. <laughs> like yeah, that, that's where I it gets tough. I just don't. I,
2: it's so funny because everyone's been, of course, asking my picks and, like, my friends who don't watch sports but have a gambling problem. And I'm like, guys, I don't even – I haven't even seen if um, – I don't know if there's a spread yet or, like, what, what the odds are. Yeah, but it's, like,
1: it's minus two Kansas City at the moment. Minus two. God, I know. That's I what mean. I said. That's, like, it's too much.
2: I don't think – I just think it's going to go extremely one way or the other. I just – I wonder who's going to – I don't know. I Dude, I don't know. I'm I'm actually really excited about this Super Bowl. It could have gone, and it was so unexpected. But I think the two best teams are in the Super Bowl right now of the playoffs.
1: So I think um. so too. I, yeah, this I, I, for some reason, like before the playoffs started, I didn't pick this matchup. It's the one that makes the most Neither sense. Did I. These, did are, I. these are these are the best defense and the best quarterback. Like it's pretty simple,
0: right? Yeah. Like usually yeah. that's kind of how some things work. Like. One of the I best quarterbacks in the NFL and one Rams of the best defenses. Brady. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I guess I don't know, but like I agree with you though. So it, it's yeah, defensive. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: crazy. So you're not even leaning one way. You can't even. I'm not. Yeah, I, it's hard. I, 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 my gut says the Niners are gonna win, though.
2: I don't know why, but I would be happy if the Chiefs won. I just don't know why my instinct tells me the Niners are gonna win. Defense. I just, <laughs> I just you. think, I just think it's their year, and I just, I. It's cheesy, it sounds. I believe in football gods, like for the Eagles two years ago. I just believe when it's your time, it's your time. And for some weird reason, this is what I think. I think for some weird reason that the Niners are going to win. And then Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to turn into the new Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And in 10 years, we're going to be like, when is Patrick Mahomes fucking
1: retiring? (laughs) I know. He is the most arm-talented quarterback of all time. I love
2: him. I love Mahomes. I know you and I are all going to talk in a couple years. We're like, okay, Mahomes, okay, we got Can't
1: wait till Mahomes retires. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, send me one of those quarterbacks. I know, and you know, Mahomes. I'm gonna call. Uh, he's not. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever be the best of all time. He's gonna be better than Aaron Rodgers in his career. I, I, I can already feel it. I mean, I'll agree with you on that one. <laughs> well, I know we're not, yeah, yeah. we're not
0: very high on Aaron Rodgers, though. Like, I, I already think Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah. We, we think Russell Wilson's better than Aaron Rodgers. Which, honestly, if you look uh, at if yeah. you if you look at the numbers and you look at what they do and what they do with. In their attitudes, yeah. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is just a dick. Yeah. So, who are you talking to?
1: Let's not get started.
2: I know. Yeah. I know. I
1: I, yeah, we're, I mean, but we don't, we
2: have, time we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. But this will go too long. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Let's not get started on that subject.
1: Awesome. Well, um, so do you want to plug anything before you go? Where can everyone find yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll talk more about the sports roast in the future. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you'll be on the look for that. But if you want to follow me on any platform, it's part-time bro. Uh, it's exactly how you hear it. I'm not a full-time bro. I'm a part-time bro. <laughs> P-A-R-T-T-I-M-E-B-R-O. By the way, my fantasy football team started calling me that a couple years ago. Hilarious. And I was like, this is the funniest thing because I really am like kind of like a bro. So um, it's my brand. But if you want to follow uh, – I, I really want to start promoting this hot mic app. I think sports fans would like it. H-O-T-M-I-C. Uh, check me out on the Hot Mic app, and um, yeah, follow me. Follow me on social
1: media, and I post a lot of stuff. Perfect. Yeah, we'll look forward to that, and uh, definitely ch- everyone should check out that uh, Sports Roast too. That sounds awesome. Oh yeah,
2: I'm, when we hang up, and I like once I get to
1: my show, I'll send you the link. You'll really like it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we'll appreciate that.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today, and hopefully, you know, we'll yeah. we'll do some more work together in the future. I, it, yeah, it was a fun totally. time. Totally a Marie it, Right? A Marie A Marie, baby. A Marie. Baby. There it is. There it
1: is. I liked that.
2: I liked that.
1: <laughs> well, we, 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 All right. well, you guys enjoy the Super Bowl too, man. I mean Go yeah, Chiefs. You. Are you gonna be are you <laughs> uh, are you gonna be broadcasting on the hot mic app for the Super Bowl or no? Um, so we met with
2: the NFL, we met with the NFL this week and so I'm not uh we're not sure if we can do a Super Bowl. So okay. um if I will if we can I will be. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll definitely send I'll when I um, when does this pod come
1: out? This should be coming out by sat- some
0: sometime by tomorrow. Yeah, sometime by that's tomorrow. on me. I that okay, that's, so that's, that's I my rough answer. Tomorrow. Sometime maybe tomorrow. <laughs> when I last uh, this podcast I'll like post if we're
1: doing it or not. Perfect. Perfect. All right, awesome guys. Thank you so much. Yep, have Thank a great you. show and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay.
0: Bye. bye. All right, and that was a. Marie Castillo, uh, a great pod today. And, uh, George, this was episode 601. Whoa, 601. 601, baby. 601. And uh, it was brought to you by Sports on Tap. You can find us at Sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T-Sports.com. And for those that want to know what SON stands for, George, what does it stand for? I'm not sure. Can you let me know? Yeah, it stands for Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio Redefined.